0: review Hey yo and welcome to a new episode of the Reveal Rob show man got a lot of fun news for you on this week including DC casting news that happened since last time we talked a little bit of horror news and some other news to go over as well Quick thoughts on the latest episodes of The Righteous Gemstones, awesome TV show on HBO, which is now HBO Max, I guess is what. Or no, now it's Max. So we am going to talk about all that, man. Spoiler free, of course, and just all kinds of good things. So hope all of you have been doing great since the last time we had our little show here, man. Appreciate you joining in, checking in, all that good stuff. Appreciate you all always taking the time to listen to this show. You know, I have not uh, since I've been. In between episodes, I have not had the time to hit the theaters to go see Mission Impossible yet. Uh, so, which is now leading up to me having to see Mission Impossible, Barbie, and Oppenheimer um, all in one week. Uh, we'll see how that works out. I'm still not sure if I want to see Oppenheimer in theaters or not. Um, but uh, what, what would you call that? Mission Barbenheimer? I like it. I think that I think that works pretty well right there, man. Uh, definitely plan on seeing Mission Impossible in theaters though. Just haven't. Really had the time to get to the movie theaters to check that out, but I will definitely check that out and give you a spoiler free review on the show, of course, man. But I did uh, hang out with my brother. We recorded a new episode of WBRO. That's the show where we get together and talk all kinds of stuff theme parks, uh, music, movies, uh, random upon random upon random. Like the show is just fun time between brothers hanging out and jibber jabbering and all that stuff, man. So did that, and then uh, yesterday uh hung out with him again and watched the righteous gemstones caught up on a couple of episodes. If you've not seen that show, man, it is a comedy, uh, drama, comedy, dramedy, uh show on again HBO. Uh we watched it on Max to catch up on a couple of episodes. Um and just absolutely love the freaking show, man. It is absolutely fantastic. And I'm not just saying that because I was a uh, extra on it. You know, I was going to bring that up, man, because that was like the coolest experience in the world just being on set and seeing, you know, how it all goes down, how it all works, and then just being close to John Goodman, somebody I've, you know, seen on TV and then in movies the majority of my life, right? And there's all these cool people, Walton Goggins, that said hi to me and all that, and that was cool, you know? Um, but yeah, man, they film here in South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina, all that good stuff. And it's it's cool to always kind of spot. It's like a game my brother and I do when we're watching it. We're like, hey, look, you recognize that? What does that play? Oh, it looks so familiar. What is it? And then, you know, we sit there for a while trying to figure out what it is and all that stuff. It's a good time, man. And the show itself is just quality on top of quality, man. Dan McBride has done a fantastic job with putting that show together. The cast is freaking phenomenal up and down everybody on that show is fantastic man it's just a it's a good time man i'm glad they you know came up with that show and they have another season on the way and they're just knocking it out of the park over and over again danny mcbride has just done that with multiple hbo shows uh between the you know vice principals and of course eastbound and down uh he had his hand in the halloween trilogy which you know give or take how you feel about that but that first halloween movie in that trilogy was awesome for sure so yeah, man. Righteous Gemstone has been, you know, really a fun time. Can't wait to see the next couple of episodes that are coming up and figuring out all that stuff. Plus, they added one of my all-time favorite actors, Steve Zahn, into the fold this uh, this season, which has been awesome to see him Anytime I get to see Steve Zahn in something that's like a big time. Because, again, one of my favorite actors been a fan of his since uh, That Thing You Do. was the first thing, you know, I saw him in, and then ever since there, I was like, oh, man, anything this guy's in, I gotta see, because he's always good, so... Uh, enjoying the Righteous gemstones. It's been, you know, a great run and can't wait to watch some more of that with my brother and see what else happens uh, this season and then, you know, going into next season, man. But again, really cool show and seeing all the stuff um, from South Carolina where they're at, man, it's been pretty, pretty awesome. Other than that, I, you know, I honest, you know, I talk about mental health and show my mental health has not been the best um, the last couple of days. So I've not really had the, the uh, mental power to sit down and watch a movie and digest all that stuff. Um, so don't really have a movie to review for you this week um, as I'm dealing with, you know, my mental health and all that and I'm always open on the show and all that. So uh, mental health is extremely important and never have a problem talking about it. But yeah, you know, not in the place where I can sit down and watch a movie and enjoy but mostly just watching like random YouTube videos of people reacting to music for the first time or something like that. Um, mostly been, what I've been watching there, but uh, other than that, man, gonna catch up, we're gonna, get, we're gonna get there, we're gonna get through it, we're gonna power through it, uh, let's jump into the news, starting off with DC, of course, remember every single episode of the show has mandatory DC and horror talk, um, and we're gonna kick it off with DC as they had big casting news happening since the last time we talked here, literally came out the day, m- last week's episode, Released, you know. I love how they do that. I'm toying around with the idea of moving my show to Fridays because one, I normally see new movies on Thursdays, so I'll have the fresh reaction for you um, on Friday, spoiler-free as always. And then, you know, plus if there's just like a week full of news, you know, I still get a week full of news anyways, but like the breaking news is kind of old by the time I record this show. So uh, what can you do? But uh, Superman Legacy has added some more casting. Remember, they already cast Clark Kent slash Superman and Lois Lane uh, the week prior. And now they have added more to the cast, including Nathan Fillion, who is a constant worker with James Gunn, of course, most recently on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, as well as the Suicide Squad film Gunn did a while back. Uh, He's been cast. Isabel Merced has been cast. Uh, Most recent thing they have for her is Madam Web, which I don't believe is even out yet. And then um, Eddie, going to mess up the last name, Gathagy, from uh, The Harder They Fall, are joining the cast. Villain will be portraying Guy Gardner, who is one of the iterations of the superhero Green Lantern. I know people have been clamoring for more Green Lantern in the DC ever since that Ryan Reynolds film has been teased it was teased most recently in Zack Snyder's Justice League that came out um and then you know we never seen anything green lantern you know um so now officially going to get a green lantern in superman legacy with nathan Fillion playing the role of guy gardner we've got merced who will be playing hawk girl and gethaji will be mr terrific um those are fun announcements again the big one being of course, Green Lantern, because people have been wanting and clamoring for more Green Lantern and something new there, so there you go. Uh, Nathan Fillion, hopefully will do a good job there. He's, you know, fun in Guardians of the Galaxy and the Suicide Squad, so no worries there, and again, he and James Gunn have a pretty solid working relationship, so probably gonna work out pretty well, um, and then Hot Girl and Mr. Terrific, good stuff, but that's not the only casting news we got for Superman Legacy either, man, stuff's starting to roll over there on that Superman Legacy, um, it is still, you know, give or take two years away, but it's rolling, man, they got the casting going, and they have added Anthony Kerrigan, who you may know, I know him for Gotham, he played Mr. Zazz on, uh, on that show he has joined the cast in the role of metamorpho metamorpho is one of my all-time favorite characters and i'm unbelievably excited by how we're bringing him to the screen in superman legacy and equally excited to be working with excuse me anthony kerrigan Uh, that's what james gunn said about the news coming out now metamorpho if you're not uh, familiar with the character that character can transmute elements in his body into various forms Taking those properties on as powers. After first being an archaeologist, archeolo, his abilities set him on a path of heroism. He later became a detective and a founding member of the supergroup known as the Outsiders. Not those Outsiders wrestling fans. These are the DC Outsiders. But uh, there you go, man. More cast and he was awesome as as on Gotham. Like that's one of the things I remember about Gotham. He was really good on that show, and you know, more power to him. I think he was on Barry recently and just got nominated for Barry and all that stuff. So, you know, talented actor and seeing him in the DC world as another character is pretty awesome. Now, your question about, okay, how can multiple people play different characters in DC? Now, remember, not everything is connected over there right now. And Gunn even addressed this with Nathan Fillion, who's, again, remember, he was in Gunn's Suicide Squad film playing TDK. And uh, James Gunn gave some insight on this, saying that uh, Fillion's role as TDK is not canon to DCU continuity. Instead, DC Studios, movies, and canon start with Superman Legacy. So again, that again goes back to the fact that Superman Legacy is the first official film of the DCU. This is James Gunn. Remember, before this, it was the DCEU, and this is now the DCU. The first film is going to be Superman Legacy over there. Now, they do have, you know, these other projects that they're working on. You got Creature Commando coming out and all that stuff. That is part of the DCU. But the first official film continuity nudity? <laughs> starts with uh, Superman Legacy, man. I remember Blue Beetle is somehow part of the... I don't know. We'll see how it all works out. But that's how it all goes there. Superman Legacy will be the first official canon start. Um, now, gun on the characters, being in Superman Legacy said, um, I've never used one movie to set up another movie. The characters are there because they help tell Superman's story not so we can set up separate projects in the franchise. Superman and Lois are very clear protagonists of the film. So, yes, well, this film does have characters, and this brings up The Flash. I remember when all the trailers and everything came out for The Flash, it was very Batman and Batman here and Batman there, and they look, here's Supergirl and all that stuff. Um, people are like, oh, is The Flash even in this movie? This is a Flash movie, and then, of course, it is a Flash movie. It's very much a Barry Allen story as it should be and that's what it sounds like the superman movie is going to be. Yes, there's going to be other characters involved in the in the film itself, but overall it will be Clark Kent Superman and Lois's story, which as it should be. So, uh, good stuff going on over there at DC and that is pretty much the news for DC this week as Superman Legacy in the DCU begins to build out its future. And a quick bit here on uh, speaking of the Flash, the Flash will be hitting Um, video on demand as the release of this episode, it will be out there for you to buy. I do plan on buying it once I get paid this week, and then of course, I'll buy it later down the line when the physical copy comes out. Because again, I just absolutely love and adore that freaking movie, cannot wait to see everything that comes out with it you know, like special scenes and all that good stuff, man. But I, yeah, gladly will spend a bunch of money on that movie. Saw it in theaters three times, wish I could have saw it more. But I am very excited, nonetheless, for The Flash um, being released for me to, you know, watch at home over and over and over again. Because, again, absolutely love that movie. And I can't wait to see how it does at home viewing, Um, see how those numbers work out. Now, of course, the next DC film is Blue Beetle, August 18th, 2023. And then we have Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, December 20th, 2023, this year. Yeah, man, not seeing much other news here, DC-wise. Let's go ahead and jump into the horror aspect. This might be a pretty short episode here. Um, Let's see, over in horror, uh, the producer of Guillermo del Toro's Frankenstein says that after projects with Universal's classic monster movies fell through, the director is building his own monster universe, starting with The Shape of Water as his creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, I like that idea. Like, I'm into that. Now, <laughs> oh, um, I like Guillermo del Toro. I think all his stuff that I've seen, for the most part, has been awesome. So, well, I can't complain about that, right? I mean, if he wants to make his own monster universe, I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't just let him do it in the first place. But at the same time, it's unclear what Universal is doing with their... Uh, monster Universe, they're working on monster films over there, so we'll have to wait and see how it all works out. They've tried to do a universe a couple of times, um, starting with Dracula Untold, and that didn't pan out too well, and The Mummy, which I absolutely, again, love and adore that movie, but that didn't work out the way they were hoping it to work out, so I mean, if you release it now, it seems like people like Tom Cruise a little bit more, even though Mission Impossible did not hit as expected. Um, maybe The Mummy would have done better, but at the same time, people are not understanding that it's not replacing Brendan Fraser. I don't know. I don't know. That was a weird, there's a weird aspect around that mummy movie where they're like, how dare you make another mummy movie without Brendan Fraser, which is like, eh, you know, Brendan Fraser movies aren't bad by any means, but at the same time, those weren't the first ever mummy films, you know, so not to get on a mummy tangent or anything, but anyways, I mean, know how I got there, but yes, Guillermo del Toro doing his own version of the universal monsters is an interesting idea. I do remember when I watched the shape of water, a while ago. I haven't watched it. I've only seen it once, but I do remember thinking of it as the uh the creature from the black lagoon. You know, it it has that has that look to it, right? The character has that look and vibe to it and I I know Guillermo del Toro loves Frankenstein. He's doing a Frankensteinish film and all that, which I can't wait to see that. You know, as somebody who's a huge fan of Frankenstein, I'm sure he's going to bring something very cool and interesting uh to his take. So, if he did that, you know, starts making his own you know, versions of those characters in film and all that stuff. Like, I'm not against that, man. I think, again, it would be a pretty solid take on uh, Monster Universe, you know, if, if you want to go that route. Again, I don't know what Universal's doing. Um, we had The Invisible Man a while ago. I think they're working on other films at the moment, but we'll see. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, some rumor news about a trailer for you here. Uh, we have The Exorcist. Uh, we talked about the Halloween trilogy most recently that just came out. Well, The Exorcist is happening this year, which is a direct sequel to the original Exorcist film. Again, just like that a Halloween film, it is a new trilogy that they plan on working on over there. Uh, David Gordon Green's behind it and all that stuff. And we're expected to get that trailer in front of Oppenheimer, apparently, is the the rumor that is going around. Thanks to somebody who worked on the effects of the film on his podcast, mentioned that the Exorcist trailer could be playing before Oppenheimer this week. So we'll see that, which means that probably leak online you know the day before. But what can you do, right? You have to wait and see how everything pans out over there. I guess, but I'm interested to see it, man. I don't think we've seen anything whatsoever about it other than some casting news for a film that is coming out. Pretty soon, you know, October's not too far away. So gotta get on it, man. Not much news going around, man, with the with the strikes happening. There's not much to really talk about here, but let's just kind of gauging and Googling and trying to find news for you here. Let's see, Walking Dead, people love that, right? Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon show has an official start date of September 10th of 2023. Okay, why not? That's one of the 1500 spinoffs I think they're doing of The Walking Dead. So more power to them. Pocus Pocus 2 has got three Emmy Award nominations as well. Wednesday's got some Emmy Award nominations going on. Um, Godzilla Minus One trailer is out. You can go check that out if you're interested in more of that. Um, Oh, I have Halloween Horror Nights news I can talk about. Okay. All right. So that's all the horror, horror news I got for you. Let's jump into the other section of news before we talk about the Halloween Horror Nights announcement that came out since the last time we talked here. So and that other news, is pretty much one thing that I kind of already talked about on um, WBRO with my brother, because he's a huge fan of this uh, franchise, but uh, Tron is setting up its next film, has been in the works for quite some time, and they have now added another member to the cast, who is again another solid actor. The last casting news we had was of Evan Peters, who is, I mean, just awesome, right? We We know Evan Peters is a fantastic actor and they have now added another one to the list with Cameron Monahan who you will probably know best from his role as Joker, not Joker, in Gotham, uh, playing the two roles of, was it, Jerome and something? And then, uh, of course, he's been the main character of Cal, Cal Kestis, Cal, Cal, yeah, in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and the most recent game, Jedi Survivor, man. So he has joined Tron Ares, starring Jared Leto, And hopefully that all ends up working out very well. It doesn't take the path of how long it took them to make that roller coaster in Walt Disney World. But nonetheless, again, my brother's the bigger fan of the franchise. I think I've seen both films. I'm not positive on that. But um, when it came out, it was a very interesting, cool idea. And we'll see how well it works now. You know, people are into virtual reality and all this stuff. So maybe you can give it, you know, a new aspect of, you know, how to make it all work and all that stuff. But nonetheless, man, stacked up a very strong cast over there. How about some video game news involving Jurassic Park? The classic Jurassic Park video games, that is. Because most recently Jurassic Park games have pretty much been the, the uh, Jurassic Evolution games where you build your own park or whatever. I don't know how I feel about that game. I did get one of them with the PlayStation Pass and I haven't played it yet, but or PlayStation Unlimited playstation plus playstation plus <laughs> i got it with that and i haven't fully i haven't, even, I haven't played yet but you know um i got it nonetheless saved it to my library to check out at some point in time because it is an interesting concept to somebody who loves jurassic park and all that stuff like i'm in i would gladly you know think that'd be fun but at the same time i kind of want like a good old fun action adventure game like i used to have in the past man um Speaking of that past, it is the 30th anniversary of Steven Spielberg's iconic Jurassic Park this year. We're celebrating that, of course, which is awesome. Love it. Uh, Universal Studios, my favorite place in the world, did a tribute store, which is still up for the moment. I'm sure it's closing sometime soon as we're getting close to Halloween Horror Nights. I will have to start working on that tribute store, but um, right now, awesome store. And uh, Limited Run to Games has announced... With uh, Universal Games and Digital Platforms, the new Jurassic Park Classic Games Collection. Uh, the collection packages together the NES, Game Boy, and SNES versions of Jurassic Park and the SNES and Game Boy versions of Jurassic Park 2. The Chaos Continues for a digital and physical release on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and 5, and Xbox One. Not only that, but Limited Run Games will also be reissuing Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park 2, Chaos Continues on NES, Game Boy, and SEA NES cartridges with amber-colored shells with a series of premium collector's editions that feature light-up cartridges, numbered slipcovers, and collectible set of posters. Awesome, right? Not awesome news. It will not include the Sega Genesis version of the game, which I believe was the version of the game I played. Um... That was developed by someone else and published by Sega, so that's not gonna happen. But maybe Sega will eventually release it. We can have the T-Rex yelling the Sega again, because that was nostalgia at its best. Thinking about that right now, because man, I love that game, and I've always thought about going to like flea markets uh where they, you know, people are selling these things and picking up a Sega Genesis again and just playing that game again. You know, in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game. Oh. Come on, man. Uh, the Jurassic Park collection, excuse me, the Jurassic Park classic games collection pre-order goes live September 1st and will last until October 15th. Uh, the collection will also be getting its own set of extra goodies. So the standard edition comes with, of course, the physical copy that's gonna run you at $34.99. Classic edition will run you at $64.99. This is a physical copy of the still book case and packaging inspired by the original VHS case. And then if you get the big bucks, man, you get the prehistoric edition for Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Why is it not PS5? That's weird. Okay, um, 174.99. That's the physical copy, the steel book, the packaging VHS case, replica of Dr. Alan Grant's ID card inspired by the Jurassic Park game, physical CD soundtrack featuring original music from the Jurassic Park collect classic games collection. Many replicas of the original Jurassic Park NES, Game Boy, and SES cartridges, and packaging inspired by the classic toys. And for those reissued carts, there are the two editions available. A standard edition, $49.99, $64.99, NES, Game Boy, and SNES, as a physical copy of both games, replica, and then collector's editions, a double-sided poster Jurassic Park classic games edition they did release a trailer and all that good stuff and I will of course be getting this because again I am a huge Jurassic Park fan that is my all-time favorite film love the franchise no matter what people say about it it's had its ups and downs for sure but always into you know some dino action from the Jurassic world that's funny pun intended I guess <laughs> but that's awesome I'm glad they're redoing that hope they continue to do that um I got the Disney one with The Lion King and Aladdin, and I think The Jungle Book is part of it as well. I did a gameplay of The Lion King once. I need to get back on that. But, you know, that was a good time. And again, good nostalgia, fun with classic games. Like, I've never been, like, I wouldn't call myself, like, a hardcore gamer, but I do love playing video games. When I get the chance. And I just remember playing those games back in the day and having um, a tough time, because those games were tough back in the day, but fun nonetheless, man, because video games are supposed to be tough, so I guess, I don't know, <laughs> you can have your fun as well without them being extremely tough, it's all about having fun, man, so I'm glad they're doing that, hopefully this will lead to that Sega one being re-released at some point in time, because that would be awesome, as rad, as well, you know, release the Power Rangers one, <laughs> you know, give me all, give me my games that I played back in the day, man, give me that Beavis and Butthead game again as well, why not, you know, Or I go to a flea market and buy the stuff, but you know, who's got the time? (laughs) Who's got the time for all that good stuff? Now, going from there, as I mentioned, Halloween Horror Nights news for us Halloween Horror Night fans, man. Now, of course, we got the Awesome Show Haunters podcast on the Thoroughly Podcast Network where they talk about all kinds of haunts, including Halloween Horror Nights. And they have already gone over this and discussed this on their show. But I want to discuss it on my show as well, because, again, I love Halloween Horror Nights. It's the thing I look forward to every single year. And um, I want to talk about it. I'm thinking about doing a podcast as well where I'm talking about all of them. Um, not just Orlando. I'm going to do Hollywood, uh, Japan, Singapore. Japan's got a Chucky house this year that looks freaking awesome, dude. Love it. Love it to death. And if they released that top hat to purchase that Chucky's wearing in that promo photo. Uh, I need it. I'm going to need that for sure. You know? Because <laughs> it looks awesome. And, you know, Chucky's my friend to the end. So I need a top hat like him. Um, but Halloween Horror Nights announced a, a new house that is coming to this year's event. And that it house is going to be Stranger Things Season 4, baby. I mean, this year is really shaping up to be just like my first year, right? Chucky was there in the scare zone with the Revenge of Chucky and Stranger Things was there as a house. This year, Chucky's there with the house. Maybe, you know, it was the first announcement of the year, but it's still not on the freaking website. I don't know what's up with that. But um, you get that. And then, you know, Stranger Things now announced as a house for Halloween Horror Nights this year. It's going to be focused on season four and season four alone. They're not doing a combined house or anything like that. So that's going to be Good fun time there because even though I did enjoy uh, the house where they did two and three and one, one shot, uh, they should not have done that. You know, um, kind of too much in one house and all that stuff, and it just you know, it could have been better put together. At the same time, they did the mind flyer which looked freaking amazing, so cool. Like what they did with the house and all that stuff was still cool. And again, as a fan of the show, I thoroughly enjoyed, you know, walking through that, and experiencing that. So having season four come here this year, I'm like, oh, this is really gonna be a big time year. This is going to be awesome, especially for me. I mean, again, there's a little bit, I guess, bias in there, you know, personal feelings and all this stuff. But again, Chucky's there and, you know, Stranger Things is going to be there and whatever else ends up, you know, being announced is really, you know, just a favorable and awesome event uh, for yours truly. So excited for all that stuff to happen. Description here: Join the fight against Vecna. Don't let Vecna get in your mind as you take on the scariest season of Stranger Things yet. Try to resist his gruesome curse before the ultimate showdown in his blood-red mind. Lair. That sounds fun, man. Can't wait to experience that again. Of course, it's got me wanting to watch the show again, which is always a good time. So, yeah, into that. Season four was awesome. Um, scariest yet? Maybe. No, I guess I can see that. Um, I mean, it's going to be hard to ever beat season three as the best season of the show, but I can see, you know, season four probably being the scariest. Yeah, no Billy, though, kind of takes you out of it, even though there is an episode about Billy. Whatever. Can't wait to see the show, man. I'm excited for that house and walk through that house, experience that house and everything. It's going to be awesome. Going to get my tickets this week got everything booked up, actually, love being an annual pass holder, because saved $100, and got an extra night over there onto um, my stay at the at the, uh, the old Aventura Hotel, so, excited for the trip, man, it's almost here, gonna have a good time, nonetheless, I need the getaway for sure, talked about earlier, my mental health's not in the best place, so I definitely need a getaway, for sure, and that's Going to be here sooner than later, man. So excited for that. about that. Excited about all kinds of stuff going on over there. Uh, Minions Land or Illumination Avenue or whatever they're calling it. That looks like a fun experience. The ride is soft opening right now. So people are experiencing that. Uh, so the ride will be open when I get there. So that's going to be fun to check out and talk about. Probably talk about that on you know, WBRO with my brother. Uh, we don't talk about it on there. We'll talk about it here. But ah, fun, exciting things going on in the world, right? So you gotta stay positive, you gotta stay you know, got to get the mind in the right spot. You know, it's tough. Mental health is, you know, a tough thing. man. you know, it's tough. It's a battle. It got really dark the last couple of days. So, you know, battling through it, trying to get through it. Going to keep fighting, as always. And, you know, as I like to close this show out with this quote that I love to death and plan to have tattooed on my body at some point in time. Um, I'll get to that in a moment. But uh, nonetheless, that's going to do it for this episode, man. So pretty quick, brief episode again. You know, everything in Hollywood's kind of on strike right now. So the news is... You know, picking, choosing, you know, when we can get it, you know, not not much I can really go on, you know, to talk about, but I, mind you, i be sure that I will always have your mandatory DC and horror talk on the show. I will find something to talk about. There's always going to be some kind of news out there to gather. And then of course, Halloween Horror Nights stuff going down. So I'll have I have that stuff to talk about with you as well in the show and all kinds of things, man. So appreciate you as always joining in, taking time to listen to this show that I love doing. And, having a good time doing it and hope you have a good time listening to and it's gonna close it out man appreciate you all as always we'll have a new episode for you next week some kind of review you know i plan on seeing mission impossible i plan on seeing barbie we'll see about oppenheimer but you know we'll have some kind of review maybe double review next week if i go a completely wild triple review but don't let's not hold our breaths on that you know let's let's wait and see you know how things pan out but it's gonna be it man that's it for this episode so again appreciate you as always and like i mentioned that thing i plan on getting tattooed on my body at some point An awesome quote that i love and you know trying to be goofy to stay in a good spirits. um but uh happiness can always be found happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one remembers to turn on the light Uh, I appreciate you all. Thank you for being with me through everything. And that's going to do it, man. Talk to you all next episode.